1: Greetings, welcome inside, happy Monday, happy Memorial Day. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, <gasps> live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, right now, there is one story. There is one story and one story only, and we are watching it unfold right now where the Boston Celtics trying to pull off what nobody else has been able to do, a comeback from a 3-0 deficit, three and a half to go in the third quarter. It's the closest the game has been for quite a while. The Celtics have cut it to seven. A couple of times they'd cut Miami's lead to eight. Miami would bulge it back out to ten. 12, 13, but the Celtics not going away. I did. I said bulge very early in the show. Yeah, I was going to let very it go early. and
4: then jump on it later. But very, very it. early. Yeah. Uh,
1: but the heat right now, the first time you can sense maybe a little bit happening. The Celtics are done chucking up bad threes, uh, as least you'd think they would be, and uh, instead trying to claw their way back into this game. Tatum's got 10, but it's been... I'll tell you, it's been your game six hero. It's been Derek White with sixteen leading the way for the Celtics and a couple of hoops he had, you could tell really brought some energy to Boston as they try to cut into this lead.
4: Well, you know, we we would be remiss if we didn't jump into the show and immediately tell you how hurt Jason Tatum's ankle has to be. Despite the fact that he's played, you know, nearly thirty minutes on the night. I mean, that's been the talking point of it all. Jimmy Butler now grimacing, so it's a heavyweight fight. We'll see who the last man standing. Everybody's
1: is. grimacing. It's a, it's a big grimace night. Tonight's no, a grimace it. night. You,
4: you got to show night. you care, which means you got to emote. That's it. Make sure when the camera's on you, you're smiling, laughing, or you've got the look like you're in the middle of uh, the worst of worst uh, situations for you. So, uh, yeah, White, the energy that he's given them and, and the lift, getting the crowd back in. You've got an all star officiating crew. And I say that with tongue firmly planted in my cheek of two of the most, uh, Hated officials, talked about officials, whatever you want. Yeah, wanted. they sent
1: Scott Foster and Tony Brothers to do this game. Well, that's like, we're sending Thanos and Ebony Mall. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay,
4: couldn't get Donaghy to come back for one more too. Give it a wait. triple threat. You got Proxima Midnight going to come back. Ooh, there you go, nicely, yeah, done. See, buddy, yeah. Just so you can hear Kevin Harlan yell about Proxima Midnight. You know, you know. Can I say one thing about Kevin Harlan? Really yeah, fast? I think you and I are lockstep Kev- on this you know, one too.
1: It's not, I don't know if this is me projecting because I, you know, obviously I miss him and I miss him announcing the games. But the more time goes on, I feel like Kevin Harlan keeps sounding, trying to sound more like Marv Albert.
4: Well, I think, you know? I think I, he's I, now become the go-to, right? Whenever he's on the call, it becomes, yeah, local calls are usually great and, and in a lot of cases they're better than national calls, but you're waiting to see how Harlan is going to describe something. And I think he's well aware of it, which means it's become more and more affected and exaggerated. Just like Marv was all those years ago. Right? A spectacular move. By like Kevin Harlan's getting into A sensational that same, move by Jason Tatum. Right, he's getting into that same kind of cadence and and dragging words for the extra syllable, and I feel like his voice is a
1: little bit more hoarse and oh. and 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 raspy at the end, like like Mars was.
4: Well, what's funny though is if you go back to our humble origins here on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, our voices are a lot different. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's it. I got I just more listening. Bass. Not just because I put on pounds. In oh, my you hair.
1: shut up! Now, come on, your voice gets up really high too, man. You. Have, oh no, I'm not saying. I'm saying, not saying it you're, does. you're, it you're the Axl Rose. You know, like I can sing in this register and sing in that. Oh, no, I can. Your
4: Voice gets high. You shut up. Well, with enough alcohol, I can get the full <laughs> <whole> Axl Rose <laughs> register going on. <laughs>
1: All right. So the next time, okay. So the next time that happens, I'm going to stop, and I'm going to give you the signal. I'm going to go, like now. Like now is when your voice is getting really high. Like now is when you tell me, I get that deep bass voice. You no, know, no, 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 no. I'm
4: you, talking in the normal tongue. speaking case. Yeah, it's not excited utterances. Hey, I'm Wolfman Jack suddenly. Hey, everybody. Well, yeah, I I'm, ha- I'm, I'm not taking up yeah. smoking because, you know, I mean, cigarettes are like. 11 bucks a pack? Now, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, like, do people even smoke cigarettes they, they anymore? They do. donuts? No, but people don't. Everybody knows. vapes.
1: Everybody vapes. Has anybody smoked no, cigarettes?
4: No, vaping was a thing. It's gone. Yeah, oh, it's, cigarettes people are People gone back to cigarettes, I've never seen people. Because oh, there's yeah. been a lot of crackdown on the chemicals and everything <laughs> with vaping, so people are back to the good old unfiltered. Wait a minute.
1: You mean vaping's not? I thought it was a healthy way to smoke. Oh, suddenly I'm getting all this info. All right. great.
4: You got to get out more. I like Dude, the way he mocks it as, as if that wasn't how people felt. I don't. It's, I don't. I, I got to go I, get some sun,
1: man. I hardly see people people smoking anymore. I don't see it anymore. Oh, they
4: out there. They're I don't see there. it. Go to I, bars on a Friday. Is it night. illegal on your street? It's, yeah, no smoking. I'm JJ no Abrams smoking does not allow it there. Only simulated smoke and CGI brought in.
1: Hey, listen, listen. We're all against artificial intelligence, okay? There's no. If you're gonna smoke, smoke for real. Don't smoke like it's just a character smoking for you. Or maybe, maybe that's a new thing. Get an AI version of yourself, and if you want to smoke because you think smoking looks so cool, let your AI version do it, and you don't smoke, and keep your so lungs nice and nice pink. a nice,
4: long drag.
1: Yeah. Keep your lungs nice and pink. Maybe able to do it. I was pink? actually thinking
4: about sure. that the other day. Uh, smoking? Uncle who, well, not that I want to. It was okay. something that we, we, we hated as kids. My parents smoked, and my uncle smoked a lot. So everything we wore... Everything we did smelled like smoke. Oh sure, oh sure. Like every,
1: you go out to a bar
4: on a Friday night. You wake up Saturday
1: morning. You go to put your coat on. And you're like,
4: ah, oh, no, 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 no. It's terrible. fine if I'm at a bar. Like ah. I, I've chosen to go into a, in that environment. I'm talking my home, where I go to pick something out of my closet and I'm pre-smoked. <laughs> Harmon's <laughs>
1: room smelled like marble <laughs> reds.
4: Damn right. That, that was what his, my dad smoked. His, my mom was on the blonde ones and my uncle smoked the ones. His entire children. family a real man. his
1: entire family their winter coats were the, were the tan uh, sheepskin <laughs> caskin ones you got like when you smoked like 8000 No no, 000, no, no, uh, no, no, uh, no you got the denim and one. And you got them
4: for free. I <laughs> talked about this a little bit yesterday. Man. Yeah. You had the denim one that had the <laughs> giant tan leather Merry patch. Christmas. On there. Why did I get this? Cuz I smoked 10,000 packs of I'm this. showing up to school with the marble shirts on like what are you doing? Like, uh, hey, free the shirt. The whole family in the what tan calfskin.
1: Oh, sure. Hey, what's that? That's a 10,000 uh, uh,
4: carton. I got a lot of points. Harmon's in the corner selling Lucy's. Oh, man. Well, I mean, look, I started showing my younger daughter Goodfellas this weekend. And- okay, good. I'm glad, you- I'm
1: glad you ended with them showing my daughter a movie instead of I'm showing her out of smoke. Okay, good. about you bleep, bleep out Billy Bats or- or- I, well, I We know. didn't even
4: get to that part. Yeah, There's you might want you to bleep to that. that out. No, no, it's all good. Sure. She's seen worse. Jason, you want to weigh in? Oh no, no, no! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. At this point, now kids have know. seen good way worse. I mean, oh, we saw yeah, yeah. No, dude. dude they could, which that's that's a, that's a thing. Now we have to have that. Con- that's a conversation. That's not a
4: conversation. I could turn
1: you into parental authorities yeah. for that. No. Yes, no. I could, I'm a hell of a dad. No, you're I may
4: not. be a below-average talk no. show host. No. I may be an even worse person to know in your personal life. But I'm a good dad. I you think showed this is you, past tense now. You, you were a good you, dad. You totally showed your parents. kids the entire movie. Well, we have the a,
1: entire movie of Midsummer. Yes, the entire movie. So the scene when he goes into the 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 uh, I can't even I can't even say yeah. it. You, you showed that scene. Yeah, when everybody was watching. You sure. showed, You show- Wow. Yes. Yeah, I think. I think you need to be reported to the authorities. You don't think they've seen worse at school? Uh, I hope they haven't seen. They're friends worse with their phones and stuff. Are you kidding oh my me? God, are you kidding? Yeah, yes. okay. you know everything Zoe. Okay. No, I don't. But I'm not the one time. saying,
4: hey, let's watch this. Let's get a look at this. It's Florence Pugh in a fantastic role. And it's Cheaty. It, it, it is Cheaty.
1: It is Cheaty, yes.
4: Chidi, now more MCU cheaty. Cheating in the exactly. MCU.
1: I'll tell you what I saw him it, but I'm like, oh, it's Cheaty's in the MCU. No, it's so it's exciting. Great.
4: Everybody is. Six uh, degrees of separation. If we really go through the audio filters, I bet there's a clip of us talking in there somewhere.
1: At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn is doubled. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Now, we are going to the fourth quarter. Yeah. The Heat have a 10-point lead. It is 76 to 66. So, what I want you to know now is is what the next few minutes are going to have at stake for them.
4: A bunch of suspect fouls. Okay.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought predicting
4: the referee. Either
1: Jimmy Butler is the greatest clutch player in the history of basketball, or he stinks and is overrated.
4: Well, the way he shot the last two games. But there's playoff Well, the last three minutes in game six. Playoff Jimmy has still not gotten to the free throw line tonight either.
1: Joe Mazzula is either hey Hey, forgiven, and maybe he's a good coach. Yep. Or, no, he's the worst coach and needs to be fired.
4: I decided uh, after game six it was all Derek White. There was no coaching on that play.
1: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but if he misses, it would have been Joe Missoula's fault. Of course. Yeah, because how do you not you know, get that going where you can make sure that Derek White's going to make that?
4: All, I'm telling you, Joe no, it, was, it was really well done. That was well designed. If, I'm,
1: if the Celtics win this game, I'm Joe Missoula I just walk out to the press conference, and I just go, hey, everybody, look right here. Here you are. You're all number one to me. Here you go. Yeah, all you guys want to be I fired. I think you should
4: walk out to the succession theme song hey, if, if they win this game. hey too soon. <laughs> hey, guys, can I still
1: go to the NBA Finals if I'm fired? Because I think I, you had me fired, right? Like when it was threes, if you said I was done, I was the worst head coach, and this is why we're in the hole room. He's right? going to come in can doing this. Still do that,
4: Vince McMahon, Conor McGregor. Can I, can
1: I still go <laughs> that way? Uh, so those are the biggest things. Jimmy Butler playoff. Jimmy is either the biggest, greatest thing ever, or it's completely overrated. And Joe Mazzulla either is the Celtics head coach, or he's going to be fired. Those are your two big storylines. Well, going and
4: in. and the third becomes Tatum Brown and and whether they get to keep playing together. Yeah, I don't know
1: because you, you know you mentioned this before the show. You can already tell that Jason Tatum's ankle is going to be oh, a big, be a huge well, this is well, why Tatum was. wasn't great tonight, and he certainly hurt his ankle. And at I'm it, not saying he me. didn't ding it up.
4: He's 10 at, 10 at 11 on the night, and he's played 32 minutes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I can already see the exu- The excuses will be made for Jason Tatum. Because yeah. it's not going to be Tatum and Missoula. It will be one or no, the that's other. True. It'll be one or the yeah, other. Humbly. humbly. The, the other thing, humbly, though, is that, humbly, He's Humbly, he's not having a good game. He's right, humbly. as we go to the fourth yeah.
4: quarter of this one, at least we've got, you know, within shouting range, uh, in, in the NHL— Man, team didn't even get off the ball Oh yeah, yeah, man. it's over, man. How bad is it's it?
1: It's over. It's over. I Vegas,
4: mean, D- Dallas showed some life. Yeah. Hey, we're fighting back yeah. in this seat. Nah. Yeah. It. They showed <laughs> up like the Mavericks. Yeah, Vegas is up five <laughs> zip uh,
1: in in their game six against the Dallas Stars. So it looks like we're getting Vegas and the Panthers in the Stanley Cup final. It's, it
4: was in Dallas. And
1: I, know, I know.
4: I know. We're watching this
1: game in in Boston right now. It's a thirteen point lead for the Heat. That's what we're seeing. Spoiler alert. Come on. Caleb Martin, he's the real MVP. Caleb Martin. He might have to win Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Oh, he's 100%. He if might he have d- to win if that he, over playoff Jimmy.
4: he it, then it's a ridiculous uh, voting process. At the
1: end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Well, coming up next... Boy, a huge headline out of the NFL this weekend. One of the biggest star running backs of the last decade says, oh, yeah, I used to smoke weed before games, and I'd have games where I would go for 150 and a couple of touchdowns. We'll dissect that straight ahead right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio.
3: Terms and conditions apply.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com. Slash match. Well, right now, under nine minutes left to go. It is the Heat in control of game seven over the Celtics right now, 86 to 68. Again, still nine minutes left to go, and it is the NBA. You never know. So we'll have more on this coming up in a few minutes. But joining us now on the hotline. So many big NFL stories over the weekend. Longtime friend of the show, insider with Odyssey, the Washington Post. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lock and four It is Jason Lock and four What's happening, my man?
5: What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, about it. No yeah. holidays for you guys. No, no, well, no days, days off. No time off.
1: Yeah, but we don't have, we're not like the Patriots where we do it illegally and have to worry about losing time. No, no, we we, we work legally the entire time.
5: That's true. Yeah. Right. You don't get, yeah, you don't have to come in and do somebody else's shift for them because you, <laughs> like, stole too many pencils from the office or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Well, no, you're totally above board. Absolutely. Yeah, that's part gla- of the reason why I love you guys. I'm oh. glad
1: you're with us on that. I'm glad you of know. Course. Yeah. So all right. So so many big things to get to, but let's start here because this is just a, the, the story that keeps mushrooming out of control. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady gonna buy part of the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Yes. And now with the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff that's gone on the last mm. couple of days, where we find out that Garoppolo would have not ma- uh, passed his physical had the Raiders not signed a waiver when they obtained him in the right. off season, which is the Raiders' way of doing things. Uh, now we see this all. Hey, Tom Brady, could he be the quarterback? Could he be the owner? Are we seeing a Miami Dolphins situation here. What's going on with with Brady and the Raiders?
5: Well, look, it's it's clear that he and Mark Davis, uh, you know, have a business arrangement that they want to see. Uh, come to fruition. I think it will come to fruition. Could the timing of this whole Garoppolo thing and Tom Brady maybe totally, not totally, kind of, sort of, really isn't retired thing come to pass? Like, I've told you guys all along that I'll believe that he's completely done football, like, for good, when we get to the other side of Christmas and he's in a broadcast booth or in an owner's suite, or, you know, relaxing on a beach somewhere where he's doing anything other than putting the band back together, right, and getting Alex Guerrero uh, with him and getting Tom House out there to look at the kinesiology of his throws and getting, you know, Jules Edelman and whoever the hell else he wants to throw to. Like, I'll believe there's no chance of him putting the band back together to try to play football again. Once I see with my own eyes that we've, we've gone through an entire football calendar and he hasn't put the band back together. So um, if anything, what happened within the first eight or nine weeks following the conclusion of the, the 2021 season, I think told us all we need to know about Tom Brady and retirement and how fickle he can be. And the finality that comes with knowing you're never doing this again. And, and that, you know, sort of um, the b- bereaving over your own football mortality slash immortality. So, yeah, I-, I think he's going to be a part of that ownership, ownership- to the ownership group at some point in time. Um, I think he may have to divest himself of it from a- for a certain period of time because duty calls on the football field um, – and I'm not sure he's ever broadcasting in the game, but we'll see.
4: Yeah, I think uh, we missed one of the clues. Kind of like when we're all trying to figure out how TV shows are going to end. No spoilers here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, but we were at the win uh, a few months ago, and TB12 has already moved in. Mm-hmm. They're already there. They have already established a beachhead there, so they are ready. <laughs> I had one of the smoothies. It was one of the greatest things I ever drank, and I felt was it avocado powerful.
5: avocado smoothie?
4: No, no, nah, it was like a peanut butter chocolate thing. It was delicious. Okay,
5: yeah, he's taking over the world. One smoothie at a
1: time. <laughs> all right, now another big story from this weekend: on Bell does a podcast, a Steelers podcast, in which he says, "Yeah." I used to smoke weed before games, and I'd have games where I would go for 150 and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. and and that was it. And and it was a kind of – then he went on to, to rip Adam Gates, which I'm like, okay, I've heard that a thousand times before.
4: Well, yeah. someone's um, got to come back over the top. He's been out of the news a while. Is Le'Veon
1: Bell telling the truth? Is he embellishing, or is it – oh, no, no. He says he smoked dope before games, and he did. Well,
5: look, I think a lot of guys have. I, I think there's a long history of this in the league, um, and it was – you know. At some point in time in the wild, wild west of the 70s and and 80s and into the 90s, it might have been, you know, something performance enhancement driven. But uh, I covered the Washington Arskins, now known as the Commanders, until they're eventually known as something else in the early 2000s. And you'd talk to guys, um, you know, sort of off the record or whatever, and they'd be like, yeah, you know, so and so and so and so. We're doing a shot of this or that, or you know what I mean. Maybe also doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that before the locker room. You know, before you know, in the locker room when the before the coaches got in there, and it was sort of part of their ritual. Um, obviously, there's there's stories. You know, Lawrence Taylor. You know, like you you, can, like, you. I think there is a lineage of this in the league. So, like when I heard that from. Le'Veon Bell, it didn't really, like, ruffle my feathers or make me think that, like, this was a, uh, you know, a, a, a just a, a overly dramatic uh, stab at attention. I, I thought it was like, well, yeah, I mean, you're being asked to kind of lower your head and run it. Dudes who are bigger than you 30 times a game, 35 times a game, whatever. Like, whatever gets you through the night. And obviously there's also a big part – of that NFL culture where whatever it takes to get through it, you do it and we'll turn a blind eye. You know what I mean? And if the guy shows up with the peacup, the guy shows up with the peacup, but you know, we're we're gonna let a lot of stuff go because we know you gotta do whatever you gotta to do to help us win this football game. I think that's kind of part and partial. And honestly, like that or Toradol shot at halftime. You know what I mean? Like right. what's going to do The most short-term and long-term damage to, like your innards, to your liver, right, to your digestive tract, to to you know things that your body needs to keep that machine running. Uh, So no, I I think he's. It wouldn't like I'll just say this. That doesn't surprise me at all to hear that, whether it's true
4: or not. Yeah, I like that Smith prefaced it all by going Ray Walston with smoking dope. Uh Jason Lockin <laughs> for our guest here. Jason Smith show with Smoking Mike. dope. <laughs> Jason Smith <laughs> show with <laughs> me. Mike Armin here. Fox Sports Radio coming Lay late. off the wacky tobacco. Exactly. From the tire studios. All right, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, the nightmare in Arizona, the yeah. Let's Tank. Uh, and we'll have a party about it. That That's a long-term issue here. Uh, but short-term, what's the best fit for him? Uh, I've seen uh, him photoshopped into a lot of Ravens uniforms.
5: Yeah, I mean, look, I understand why because they, the lineage of wide receivers in that locker room is pathetic. But, you know, they drafted Rashad Bateman in the first round not that long ago. He's been hurt quite a bit, but he also has flashed quite a bit. And they had never paid anybody at that position more than eight million a year. Michael Crabtree was their previously, you know, single season highest paid receiver. And Odell, as long as he doesn't completely fall apart, is gonna end up making eighteen or nineteen. And then they turn around and they draft Zay Flowers and they also sign Nelson Aguilar and like Devin Duvernay, who they took in the third round a few years ago, who's already been an all-pro return guy. Like, he's still there, too. And Mark Andrews gets the ball whenever things, you know, sort of default to Lamar needs to make a play. And they've got two other young tight ends that they're high on, Isaiah Likely and, and Charlie Kolar. And Todd Monk in their new offensive coordinator actually has a screen game, unlike Greg Roman, and wants the quarterback to throw to the running backs quite a bit. It's so, like I'm not going to say there's no room at the end, but like DeAndre Hopkins isn't going somewhere for a one-year, five million dollar like proven contract. You know, there's there's going to be a bidding war, so I don't think that it's won here. I think um, Buffalo. You know, Kansas City, there's some other places that I think ultimately will probably make more sense for for him and for that team. Um, But you kind of hit on it with the Cardinals. Like, they will tear that thing to the studs by the trade deadline. And, like, I don't think they'll be able to trade Kyler because the contract is just barf on your shoes, horrible. But anybody else, like anybody else who anybody wants will be gutted and they will try to lose 500 games next year so that they'll be in position to get Caleb Williams and whatever that means for Kyler, that means for Kyler. All
1: right, Jay, lastly, Aaron Rodgers with a big weekend. He goes to the Taylor Swift concert, confetti coming down at the end, video of him saying the Jets won the Super Bowl. Is he just having fun or is he foreshadowing what we are seeing at the end of the season?
5: He probably was like a six-pack of mushrooms deep too, so like, I don't know how much to (laughs) – Read into any of that?
1: Oh um, no, no, I'm, I'm reading but, into that, that. That's what's going to what happen.
5: Is hi, hi, what is the What is the thing that he took? Ayahuasca.
1: The, the Ayahuasca.
5: Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca.
1: Yeah. Ayahuasca. Um, yeah.
5: Yeah. He he might have been having an out of body, um, you know, hallucinogenic
1: experience. <laughs>
5: uh, well, you, you you guys know what I think of this. I think it's going to be a colossal failure. I think it's going to be the epitome of Woody Johnson grasping at straws and doing desperate things and. You know, pretending that um, like this is the dude that we saw three, four, five years ago, and and he's not turning back the clock. This like this is great. Like this looks great on page six. Like this is fun. This is carefree. This is sort of frolicky until he has you know his first three pick game where he's ducking for cover and he doesn't want to get hit anymore. And then you know, and then they're sitting there at three and four and. You know, whatever uh, Fireman Joe decides, he's not going to the games anymore. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, it's just come on. This this is going to be another disaster.
1: Okay, well, so, first
5: yes, first of all, en- okay. enjoy these moments with Taylor
1: now. Like, right. that's that's great. All right. Well, first of all, it's Fireman Ed need to call him Fireman Joe. Joe. Same Maybe same. that's his kid. Maybe that Who's the next him? generation, that's right? Great. And secondly, yeah. you think it's going to take – You till- know what's so messed up about Fireman Joe slash Ed? He that? made the Jets all-decade team for the 2010s.
4: Well, but he also quit because he was so disgusted. Yeah, and he and he then they back. let him come back. And then they put him on the all-decade team because he came back because they had nobody
1: else. Well, we didn't have a lot in the 20s. Begging we Fireman Ed
4: to bring back the hat. We didn't. We didn't make That's the playoffs. We, we didn't make the playoffs. Doesn't matter. Find someone else to so like, wear a Fireman
5: hat. Fireman Ed, Fireman Joe, Fireman Frank, Fireman Dumfries, Fireman Frico. Like, you have them all. You're you're not going to the playoffs.
1: <laughs> all right, we'll see. We'll put all those guys on the 2020s all-decade team. Hey, put team. that you in your just pipe watched. and
4: smoke it. You just watched, <laughs> j Taylor Swift on the 2020s oh, all-jets. <laughs> I'll tell weird. you what, though. Rodgers did a hell of a rendition of Shake It Off, so that was good. Yeah, and look, and, and, and yeah. look,
1: lo I'll tell you this. I'll be honest with you. You said wait till it's three and four. The Jets. Wait till it's after the first quarter of the first game if the Jets don't have a touchdown. You see what that's going to look like.
5: No, the honeymoon's going to be short. <laughs>
1: you can follow him on Twitter. The haters hate,
5: hate, hate, hate,
1: hate. <laughs> Nicely done! <laughs> He's on Twitter, at Jason Lock That is, at Jason Lock Though, he will be changing his Twitter profile name to Fireman Joe. So look for him there as well. Uh, Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you.
5: Godspeed, gentlemen. Right. See you, buddy.
1: <laughs> Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the rack.com studios. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically. Double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Well, it is all but over in Boston. The starters are pulled from the game. There is a minute 20 left to go and a timeout on the floor the Heat are thumping the Celtics, one hundred three to eighty two. Yeah. they're going to go
4: on to the NBA Finals to take on the Denver Nuggets. Good thing they booked those flights early; they saved some cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're because go everybody here. all day. Oh, look at that! The the disrespect they're showing to the Celtics Ooh. already having everything booked to go to whatever. You think That's it was just- Southwest Airlines? <laughs> well, you're now free to move about the country. Uh, here's a, a great note as we uh, get towards the end and and one of the uh, the guy that should be MVP. Caleb Martin, three-year, $20.4 million contract signed last offseason. $6.5 million, ranks 193rd amongst players. No free agency till 2025. Gabe Vincent, however, $1.8 million salary. 397th mm. in your NBA. And now, my heat. Heading to the finals.
1: We break it all down. Coming up next, a colossal comeback and then a colossal failure for the Boston Celtics. And playoff Jimmy is going to lead the team in scoring again as they go on to the NBA finals. Keep it right here. I'm a big Memorial Day night. We got so much for you coming up. Jason and Mike, this
0: is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios, tonight's show brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn is doubled. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself. At discover.com slash match. Well, it is a final. The Miami Heat are headed to the NBA Finals. They thump the Boston Celtics 103 84. They never allow the Celtics to threaten basically throughout the game. At one point in the third quarter, the Celtics had it down to about seven points. That was as close Mm -hmm. as it would get. Miami would keep making shots, and the Celtics going home. After fighting to get that series to 3-3. Now, there's going to be a lot of things to say about this game. We will have a lot of things to say about this. But certainly the collapse, the rebirth, and the collapse again of the Celtics is going to be front and center. So let's just deal with this game now for a second. Because watching the Celtics tonight and seeing them lose like this and see them come out, I definitely, the last 36 hours or so, you could tell that the Celtics took a bit of outwardly outward pride and sense of accomplishment in getting the in series getting to 3-3. To like yeah. Now we got it because we got game seven at home, mm-hmm. right? Like forgetting that it's that fourth game, right? It's that fourth game. They definitely had a big sense of we get this to 3-3 and then we got it. It's like... Okay, you can't just broad brush an entire game, but you—they definitely had that sense of accomplishment that we get. They got it to three-three, and okay, now we're going home. And they came out to play Game Seven like everything they threw up was going to go in. I mean, they had a horrible offensive execution the first, well, the first half. First quarter They're was. 0 for 10 a joke. from yeah. three point range. They were lucky it was as close as it was. But they came in like, this is it. The basketball gods have touched us, and everything we do is going to go in. And that's kind of how I thought. They didn't really have any cohesiveness. There, there was no, didn't seem like they had a plan. It was just whatever we put up is going in because we won three in a row. We're hot. It's the ultimate heat check against the heat, TJ. Uh, the ultimate heat check. And they just couldn't find anywhere to go. And they got down by 10, and they had no. No real offensive flow, and there was no there was no real fallback to okay. When things get tough, what are we going to do? Where, where are we going to go? Is is it going to be Jason Tatum? Is Tatum going to make the shots for us? Are we going to
4: hit threes? Is White going to get hot? We're going to get it to him. There was just I didn't feel like they had a plan. Well, he was the only guy that gave him any energy. We were watching it as we were in the studio, and the show was beginning in the middle of the third quarter. He had a run, and you got the crowd back into it. You get it down to seven points. Like, all right, there's some life. There's some opportunity. And then you have another defensive breakdown. And a three-point shot right back to that. Give the Heat credit, right? They came out and punched him in the mouth. You know the Heat shot six free throws in this game. And then I look across the way, and I see the Celtics with 42 three-point attempts. Now, obviously, down the stretch, it's going to be skewed because it was desperation, throw stuff up. But you point out the 0 for 10, start the things, couple that with some really egregious, just pathetic decision-making in their offensive sets and terrible turnovers. They had 15 for the game. Jalen Brown, a number of just bad passes. You had Jimmy Butler floating into the lane, picking off passes, what he is apt to do. Uh, And once again, uh, he had three steals on the night. But as a team you saw the swarming d and the secondary players stepping up once again. Tatum got hurt uh early on ankle but he he played a lot of minutes. But they never shifted to the low post. They only shot 13 free throws for the game. They abandoned any effort to make plays at the rim. Nobody was ever ever in foul trouble and they they didn't try to slow the game down and get back in. Miami getting open shot after open shot and doing really what they wanted to on offense the whole night. I mean, we contrast that to the hockey game. Both games were no-show efforts after teams battled so hard to get to that point.
1: Yeah, and it's it's so strange, and this is why when I said the heater up, it's 3-1, and so many people are saying, oh, here come the Celtics, they're going to win this series. And I said, hang on a second. Do you really think the Celtics, who are as Jekyll and Hyde as any team in the NBA, they're going to put four games together – that is going to be that is going to be peak Celtics to win these well, games. But even game four. six,
4: four, right? Right. The, Jimmy Butler had a terrible game. Right. Bam, he had Bam a good had last a, three minutes. Right. But Bam yeah. Adebayo had a terrible game, and the secondary players all kept them in it and gave them and had them with the lead, right? And Jimmy Butler, we could talk about double dribbles or or what was going on when the foul should have been called, what the clock should have looked like, mm-hmm. which all sorts of controversy down the end. But you needed a miracle off a missed shot to extend it to seven, right? The Heat have given you everything you can want and then some, and then you no-showed. With two officials that everybody said were going to be in your favor. Hey, hey,
1: hey, Scott Foster and Tony Brothers running up and down the floor going, we're doing our best. You guys are not getting it done. Hit a shot. I expect (laughs) to see that at the end, the Tony Foster, Tony, the Scott Foster, Tony Brothers press conference. Hey, guys, listen, we did the best we could. You got to blame the Celtics, man. (laughs) Tony Foster would be a hell of a person. It would be. I'm sure there's somebody somewhere named Tony Foster.
4: Or Scott Brothers, Scott Brothers, Scott Brothers. Well, Tony Foster. Um, there's a guy named. He's an artist. He's a British artist and explorer. Really? How about that? He's a watercolor artist based in Cornwall. Ah, uh,
1: very nice, very nice, Mike. But no, but that's why I said it's got four games, and it was great. The Celtics got it to they got it to seven. Right? That was that was something. Amazing I did feat. But all you for nothing. Four, though. but you needed four and I knew they weren't going to be a team that came into this and especially seeing how self-satisfied they seemed just getting it to. There well, was all the no, post-game
4: interviews and everything, it was like, yep, we got it. We got it. We're Stones. going back.
1: We're going back. We're going back home now. Now we got it. And there was much more focus and much more desire and much more of a game plan for the Heat in Game 7 where the Celtics came in and thought, yeah, just give me the ball, man. Whatever we do is going to go in. I get, I'm feeling it. We're feeling it. No, it didn't happen. But that's what happens. The Celtics for a team that comes all the way back, yeah, no, job's not done. Now we got it, man. We're good. I'm telling you, that was tonight in a nutshell. They were very self-satisfied. They thought everything they did in the first half was going to go in. It didn't, and they had nowhere to go after that, and the heat just continued to pour it on.
4: Rock and jock basketball is not going to work. Running and gunning is not your game.
1: Twitter at out about a fresca. Mike, at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, the guy who's most likely going to get traded after tonight's game. this is Fox Sports Radio
4: game just ended